Welcome back, episode 11, I'm Cheese, here with... Callie West. Callie West, the coughing machine over there in the Bronx. I know, I'm a little ill. A little ill, it's been a while since episode uh, 10, we apologize for the delay, but you know, we got bills to pay, uh, we got things to do. Uh, we and wanna... we, we got world phenomenons to digest, man. We, we got a lot of things to talk about, <laughs> a lot of things to think about, but we want to thank everybody who's been listening to the show, the response to episode 10 uh, with Julianne from uh, Dash Radio has been tremendous um and uh, we appreciate everybody who has uh, retweeted listened suggested or even just looked at the uh, links we appreciate any support and people who have reached out to us to ask us questions and to be on the show we'll get back to you um we don't feel like we're too big or too small everyone's welcome to come on the show if you agree with our opinions or not you're welcome to come on the show and no matter how uh large of an audience we get you will always be invited to this show and you're always welcome to reach out to us we're never going to be the type of podcast <laughs> where we get so big that we that we become snobs and we only deal with people that have a thousand twitter followers yo if you got no twitter followers and you want to come on the show you're welcome to come on the show question live podcast at gmail.com if we do become snobs it's only towards each other yeah <laughs> I, could, I I barely <laughs> I barely stand you. We can't uh, stand each other. <laughs> we, this is this is true, but this is why it works. Say that though, I gotta bring up today's news. Today's uh, February first. A happy uh, uh, Black History Month, if yeah. that's the politically correct way of saying it. Um, so, Beyonce, my boo boo. Oh, um, she's and not, cheese. She's are not, are you okay? You okay, cheese? I don't know if I'm okay. <laughs> uh, I got home, and I had some Tennessee honey whiskey. No. I don't do, listen, one, I don't even really drink. Um, as you know, I don't really drink. I drink apple beer, and right. I drink like one or two, and that's it. <coughs> but, I, but I did get some. Uh, someone did buy me. Uh, shout out to you, Lucy. Uh, for She bought me Tennessee honey, thinking that I'm an alcoholic for some reason. And... Uh, and I and I and and I took a it's shot lovely. or two because of the sad news about Beyonce being and, pregnant. And and what's wins. interesting is you told me you like have you heard? And I didn't even know. And I and I knew how hard you wanted at least one date with this woman. I, I you, kept. You I, think it's still possible, though? Do you think it's no? Still I, I can't do it now, and I, oh. I, I'll tell you why I can't oh, do it. Come on, jeez. I I can't do it now because she is going full through with this sham of a marriage. <laughs> she is going all in. She is. With this sham. What are we talking about? Of a marriage. Now, <laughs> if you were going to have a business marriage, I get it. I get it. I I'm not here to judge you. I'm just saying I could have been your main squeeze on the side. <laughs> While you have this very public business marriage, main squeeze on the side. But, but you, but you decided to lay down with 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 him. So I have to just, I have to as the main squeeze. I have to put the line down. But like, now nah, you can have your twins, and your cute little one. And and you know I got to move on to some some other fish. Heartbreak um, is real, jeez. I'm so sorry. I, I'm. Uh, I'll be okay. Um, <laughs> saying that, um, if, if 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 you anybody <laughs> has any connections to Shakira, oh, um, I also believe that marriage is no good, um, and I'm willing to be her knight in shining armor. I do oh. love. Co- I do love Colombians. This, this is, come on. Because, he's he's pretty. He's a t- he's pretty he's a nice guy. But, I, I'd approve of him more than I would of Jay Z right now. Yeah, but you know you gotta look out for me and you know. Oh, that's right. I am so sorry. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Oh my and god. So we're gonna, times over. If you want to be a part of the podcast now, uh, listeners, uh, Callie's getting removed uh, <laughs> for loyalty ties. Um, so Shakira, if you're out there. I'm more than whatever, wherever. And I'm Beyonce, okay. Don't even try to look for my boy. No, nah, I'm done. I'm done. You're Someone done, tell Beyonce. Beyonce. I'm tired of her games. 
I'm returning her Valentine's gifts from Amazon back. Um, I don't want it, and uh, I'm done with that. Uh, but Shakira, if that wet, if that marriage is not servicing you, you're only one year older than me. Uh, I do, I'm great with kids. I don't know what you said, but we'll go with that. And and you know, wherever, wherever. Whatever you want to do, I'm good. I, I will count the freckles on your face. You are so horrible. And I, I will rub your feet. <laughs> You're making me cough. Um, and all that good stuff. So that is my plea to everybody. Um, so Beyonce, that's the Beyonce news here February 1st. So, but we are happy for Beyonce um, and that sham but, of a wedding. But you know, this week you also introduced me to someone new, Chief. Oh, wait. What did I do? Because I, I introduced you to a lot of things. I actually don't think you listen to me half the time. So I don't I know don't, if you actually I listen. I don't listen to I you. I knew it. It's a love-hate however, relationship here. However, you introduced me to a wrestler. Oh, okay. I did do that. What? what I forgot the wrestler's name. Who cares about his name? He's a stud muffin. He um, is his, stud okay, muffin. So, uh, man, I don't know if this is going to get anyone in trouble over the air. No, um, it's not. But, okay. but you so know, his, his I, name. Yeah. Um, okay. Sometimes. So anybody who who knows me personally or, or who has <clears throat> been interacting with me on social media knows that I watch wrestling. It's a guilty pleasure. I enjoy it. I'm not here. I'm not really here to debate why I like it. I, I love it. Um, and I'm pretty vocal about when I see things. I don't put it too much out there, but it's the one thing I look forward to at least every month. And uh, so your main boo is, uh, his name is Roman Reigns. He's, he's one of not the, my boo. He's not your boo, but he's your, he's your number one eye candy. Uh, no, actually, that's not true. It's uh, not. I, I think it's a new piece of information that I didn't know existed. Yeah, his, so his name is Roman so, Reigns. He's a Samoan. He's a, he's, he's a he's, Samoan wrestler Samoan that I found. Wrestler. And this is the thing. I am not attracted to big, huge men. I think big, huge men are a little uh, uh, scary and not in an intimidating way, just as a very weird way. Um, You're pretty no tiny. Offense. You're tiny. I'm a very tiny person. So you, you, you kind of uh, relate to being prey with these... He, some, with, with a lot of men, a lot of men see me as this tiny woman. But like, and, and then Cheese showed me this person. That uh, wrestled and was very chiseled and brown with a tribal <laughs> tattoo on his arm. She used the word chiseled. Uh, and and uh, I was like, well, hey, geez, who, who's, who's this now? And I'm Man. not into the wrestling Man. game. Name's I Roman Reigns. UFC, I love UFC. Yeah, I know you're UFC and I know how you feel about that. Um, yeah, Roman Reigns, good wrestler. We won't get too much of it. So shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to him. just got being... my attention a little bit. Shout out to being chiseled. Um, so, Roman Reigns, you can find us. Roman Reigns, that's that, that's Roman. It. That's his stage name. His real name <laughs> some some Roman name called Joe. Uh, oh, that's God. the best his parents <laughs> could think of. That's not killing. What's, what's what's your what's your name, Joe? Oh, I'm glad to know your parents worked real hard on that name. Um, oh. Shout out to my brother-in-law, Joe, by the way. Um, oh goodness. <laughs> who is Goodbye, a sus- Joe. Who has a, who subscribed <laughs> to us on SoundCloud? So we appreciate um, you going out there and listening to us. Yeah. So that's uh, the news. Um, also, shout out to people who uh, sent me question when I posted sent us que- to send us questions. I'm sorry that we didn't get you know get back to you right away, but we are going to answer those questions in a in a future episode. It was uh, good questions. There were a lot of good questions. I um, saw but, that. You know, I was going to release it just by myself. <laughs> Um, but I really wanted to get Callie West's input because I, I just feel that would be better. Oh, um, so, shucks. Ah, shucks. And we're going to, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, I thought that was better. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's where we are. If if you hear Callie West coming in and out, it's, uh, you know, I'm in Brooklyn and she's in the Bronx. And we all know from the last episode, her internet is a little questionable. Uh, yes, his <laughs> voice was the lowest. Hey, yeah, hopefully. I know. That's a microphone issue. Hopefully we'll fix right that. now. Um, saying that, uh, one of the big things that happened this week, I don't know how big it was, but I, I found it um, refreshing. And one of the big things? One of, one of the big things. In, in, <laughs> the, in the hip-hop landscape, um, right. I, this project that ninth wonder 
um, has been working on um, for Harvard, mm-hmm. uh, where he is uh, curating um, some of the best um, hip-hop albums of all time um, to get cataloged and put in, I guess, what the Harvard has is like, um, how what's the word, like, um, archived for right. for forever. As long as Harvard's not here and as long as China doesn't nuclear war us, this is where it's going to be. And, and it's a project where he's putting these works of art from hip-hop archived in Harvard um, and laced in there is every album that and all the samples that they use. So you have the preservation of the album plus a preservation of the samples in vinyl form. And this um, has been going Harvard. on for a year, for, not not for a mad years, but he 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 has a course at Harvard University, and it is called Standards of Hip Hop. And for Harvard, um, which is an institution that that at least my research shows, um, it has academia <clears throat> that is not only like um, conservative and it has some liberal elements to it. His core standards of hip hop is extremely revolutionary for hip hop and hip hop education in terms of where hip hop fits in institutions. And I think it's it's really interesting. And this happened um, uh, a few years ago. I want I want to say five to six years ago because I read about this. And at first, when me and Cheese spoke about it, I thought it was Duke. But yes, it's Harvard, Harvard University. Yo, my man is teaching at Harvard University. He has his curriculum, and and he is a huge representative of hip hop culture. Yeah, yeah, Knife Wonder is an underrated icon in the right. game, and I like that he's underrated though. I I appreciate the underdog and the understory. It gives but, him a little spunk, like it gives him yeah, a yeah, thump, right? Sure, yeah. everyone you know talks about Jay Dilla and, and <laughs> Primo, but Ninth Wonder is right is right there, and you can put him in the category um, as well as one of the best producers in the game for many many years. He's consistent, but this is a big deal because of the four albums that he chose to archive. So I'm going to break it down to you and let you know see what we think. I, I'm sure we could think of tons of other albums that we could put in there and you know this is a project you might get those albums in there but i think he made the best four choices and i'm putting my wu-tang 36 chamber bias to the side um that he that has to be in there eventually i would imagine but this is a the first four is a strong case of top four albums of all time as well so i'm gonna start with your boy nas and of course we'll talk hey, about no. Ilm- yeah hey boo hey, um, we'll talk about Illmatic um, yes yep. debut album from Nas um, <clears throat> and for many people the number one album of all time I know with Julianne she, she'll go with um, it was written right uh, I'm not going to agree with you on that Julian you're welcome to come back on the show to debate that <laughs> one um, but that's a great choice mm-hmm. um, I wrestled early on when I first heard the album about if I like it better than 36 at the end, I picked 36, but Nas Illmatic was a landmark album at the time for how young he was, how smart he was, um, and how influential that album was. He stepped the game up for everybody. He set the standard at that time in a way that really frightened people. Meaning you had to copy him or you needed to do some other antic to get noticed. This is different from what you hear now. You're going to get a, a whatever Yachty and Migos th- album and people are going to say it's great. And then it's like there's no substance to it whatsoever. They're not going to be cataloged in this way. Um, but Illmatic was and still is one of the most refreshing and uh, prof- proficient album of all time and i'm sure i had a number three well we didn't do a top album but in my in my list is right now since the number three but 
that's a great choice. What do, what's your thoughts on that? Even though I know you, Nas I mean, is I, I mean, I feel like he also worked on like a, a few. I mean, he not only worked on Nas, um, but Jay Z uh, and Nas's godson. We we haven't really spoken about godson um, in terms of an entire piece, which. Um, it can get criticism because I'm a Nas fan. I sometimes overlook certain things. Of course. Uh, but that's why I say I have my, my Wu-Tang bias. biases. Yeah, that's, yeah that's my bias. I'll admit to them. I think Godson was still a beautiful piece of work, but he worked on that too. Um, Ninth Wonder, I do kind of see his work mirrored with Jay Dillas. And yeah. not only because they came from the same era, but they did work on very similar music. They they have similar influences, and as as similar as they are, I I still it's crazy how I still recognize their differences. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah, sure. for example, for example, um, uh, Big Boy and Andre. They are a duo group. They they make the same southern music. They uh, have the same accent. But somehow you still can recognize the differences between the two, right? Yeah. Like there, there's a very significant way of um, of noticing them. And Ninth Wonder has this, and and no, 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 necessarily like pun intended, but he has a very scholarly way of looking at things. Not to say that Jay Dilla didn't, um, but he's always been very intelligent. Yeah, Jay as Dilla, a young man, yeah, of course. Jay to Dilla work for on me. and to do like Godson and Jay Z, and to and, and he he started to be the producer for Little Brother, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel right. They might yeah. get on that. I don't want to like right. Okay, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's with uh, Big Rapper <laughs> Pooh and, and that crew. <clears throat> yeah, like. Uh, and, and I'm a fan of Little Brother, and he, what, he what starts are, off with a group. What are your thoughts about Ninth Wonder picking Illmatic, though? I mean, I'm going to go over the four albums that he felt should be, you know, capsulized and historically preserved, and Illmatic is there. Are you kidding me? Like, I, I don't see why he wouldn't. Like I, I, I mean, Omatic for me, and you already know, is 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 one of the best pieces of work in music, and not just hip hop. Like yeah. in music, I think um, the composition is is to his tasting, to his liking, um, to be that smart and to understand how that should, can, and how it is archived. Uh is one of the best moves. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, has, if, if Harvard doesn't know Elmatic, ah, oh, man, fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Come pretty on, much. Come on, man. <laughs> go, like, nah, then, then can you take Ninth Wonder out of there and put him in another institution? Yeah. A big institution that would appreciate it? It's kind of hard um, not to put Nas Elmatic there. Like, if you're going to pick four albums to start your archiving and, and you know you kind of need the illmatic um let's go into one that i think i feel like my, it's an index to hip-hop that's, that's exactly no that's that's what he's doing that's what he, i don't know what how he would do it but i just see it as preservation right. of this work and the samples that came with it and preserving even those samples for you can have more of a history of where that um, where these songs originate and where the ideas come from. Um, that's just as important as hip-hop. I mean, you could look at the song and the lyrics, but, you know, if you go in the samples, you I feel like the songs come more alive that way. At least that's, I compare it to, uh, once again, how I love Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang opened the door for so much soul music in my life and so in tribe with of with jazz. I mean, if you go into those original songs and you listen to them and then you listen to how they used it, it's it's a just great art form, and and I think that it's it's you can recycle that music to new new things. Well, that's um, what differentiates, right? That and that's why Nas is like my number one is because that's what differentiates um, a listener, a composer, a musician, vocally, instrumentally, is the understanding of jazz. Jazz is one of the hardest 
pieces of, of genre of music that you can understand. The literacy of jazz is so difficult. And, and Nas came from a background where his father was just that. And and he creates his work work based off of that kind of knowledge, um, and 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 I'm a musician. I play the piano, and it's still hard for me to understand jazz. Like I don't know how to play jazz. You know what I mean? Yeah. Classical music still comes easier to me than any other genre, and and jazz I feel is like one is is one of the hardest. Why? Because it's mainly freestyle to me. Yeah, yeah, and I think that with jazz. You don't hear it sampled that much in hip hop because no. of that. Um, but I I do agree that jazz is a more sophisticated uh, type of music, and that I f- would argue <clears throat> that you could also see hip hop in that way. In terms of there's certain MCs that function on a jazz level, and certain hip hop artists that are more rock and roll type level, meaning this is the type of hip hop they produce. Yeah, and, and that's great. It makes what makes hip hop great is you could go there, but just taking all this music and then chopping it up to make these new sounds or 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 finding that one note that just resonates. A lot of times I listen to songs and I listen to the piece that that highlights this one note or it's played in a certain way and like you can hear it on its own but if you don't hear everything that leads up to that note you're gonna miss that connection right so hip-hop sophistication that's the sophistication and ninth one and jay dilla a lot of and the rizza all good at finding that one second Uh, that two seconds and looping it into something that is is heartfelt meaningful and Nas is Illmatic is full of that all well, over because you the understand album. that now if young people or, or people who who don't necessarily listen to music every day they just go about and they just live their lives um they find jazz quote unquote boring for a lot of people, jazz is boring, and it, and I find baffling. It's and it's only because they still have yet to really recognize the science of music, the composition of music, and because we are listeners of this, and we often guide our lives through music and 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 good music, music that takes time, that takes experience. Um, it, it, it it's not surprising at all that that Knife and Wonder would choose this piece yeah, of work sure. in the archive. Come and, on. Give me a break. Listen to music. Now, I don't know if I'm a millennial or not. I don't think I'm a millennial. Look, but millennials have, they listen and consume music differently. So something that's an eight-minute arrangement, it's going to be hard for them to do. But right. saying that, <laughs> right, I'm, right. I'm a little older now, and I'm more into it now because my life has slowed down. I'm not a young person moving at the same speed, needing and consume entertainment in that in that way i i'm more of a slow turn off the light play some hank mobley and and just enjoy that like that's you know that's my evenings um so i i I, you know i'm gonna take a defensive posture on the listeners here because a lot of them if you're young i want you to listen to you want what what you want to listen to but we're also going to encourage you to try some of the try some of the different stuff and you can appreciate everything that come with it and if you do it now 10 years from now 15 years from now we do that let's go into um another one um he archived a tribe called quest low end theory Mm. and that one i'm not i'm not mad at it um i think it's a great (laughs) pick i think um it's different from the illmatic that's the very jazzy sampled um everything tribe does is jazzy i don't think it's the strongest of tribes album i think that's midnight marauders um i think musically though it is i think i think in terms of instrumentation i think it is um i i I would argue um because it has it has the most jazz from their album. Like, I, I understand why Ninth Wonder would choose. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. it is the most sophisticated. It is the album that people will listen to only to just to state that they listen to it. Um, but it's not the album that they would be like, yeah, 
this one's it. The only reason they would say it was it is because it's like a stamp on on hip hop. But I do understand why it is as sophisticated as it should be. Is it is as sophisticated as a Beethoven thing. And the only reason why I compare the two is because people find Beethoven sophisticated. You know what I mean? And Beethoven yeah. has been sloppy in a lot of his stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I know yeah. that kind of work. But but that's what I but that's what I would compare it to. Yeah, Midnight Marauders is a very commercial friendly Yeah, Midnight Marauders. I would pick Midnight Marauders before. And <laughs> and, I, and I still think Midnight Marauders is yeah. is probably my number 2 album of all time. Low End Theory though is the most slept on album from Tribe in terms of yeah. how important yeah. it was to their legacy in terms of consistency, creativeness, spiritual, all that stuff. So Low End Theory being archived before Midnight Marauders, I totally get it and I'm totally with it. Um, for my listening ears, I tend to go to Midnight Marauders. Um, me too, but, and me too, and I get why though. Yeah, I get why, but Low End Theory is, is, is magnificent as well. Uh, we're going to go into one that caught me off guard. Um, not that I was against it going in, but because it's a newer one. And we're so far with Nas and Tropical Quest, we're talking about, you know, the golden era, the 90s uh, renaissance of music. Um, so, and this one is not there. This is this is now. This is um, Kendrick Lamar, Pimper Butterfly. Yo, um, wow. That is now I'm in so there. I'm so excited about that, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, like I said, I, wasn't, I was caught off guard in in terms of like, man, you got Biggie out there, you got Wu out there. There's some, you know, landmark. You know, even if you wanted to go NWA or anything like this, I mean, I can make an argument for ten different albums but I think, in there. But I think this is his way to also relate to young. Sure. Folks. So I think this is his, this is his selection of being like, okay, I'm gonna pick, you know, these uh, other works. That people in, in, in new generations may not know of, still have not heard these albums. But the way to attract young people is to choose the album out or the piece of work out that can kind of speak to them. And to Pimp a Butterfly, maybe the piece of work that he decides is the best. And and yeah, I sure. can't be mad at that. I can't. Oh, and, no, it's I... and it's the same reason why I chose my top five. Because Kendrick is one of those people that has a certain audience in new generation that a lot of that, that a lot of older hip hop folks can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I hear you. I I, I don't have an like I said I don't have an issue with it. I think it should be there. Um, because I've been thinking about it since it, you know, since the list was released. I think that you could build conversations around the Kendrick album more than a lot of other albums. If you put Ready to Die out there, you're not going to have as much conversation because the content is different. What Big was doing was different. He's a storyteller. He's theatrical. He's cinematic. Mm -hmm. Where Kendrick is about telling you the story of his childhood, his hood, about Compton, but also speaking some stuff that is very socially aware. Um, and I think that's where you could build courses around you could talk about these things um when he says in pimp a butterfly like you know when you look at me all you see is paying me less mm. you know a lot of people skim over that line and what he's trying to say is like when you hire me you got to pay minimum wage but if you hire, <laughs> but if yeah, you hire yeah. a white person you got to pay them 20 30 dollars an hour Mm -hmm. You know, that's a big problem with our educational system. When you want to hire good after-school group leaders, um, you pay the minimum wage because of their color. But if, they, if they're a different color, you won't hire them because they'll kill your budget. Mm. Those hey are now. Hey, hey now. now. Right. I but I don't know what I'm talking about with that. Um, well, I, but I also think in terms of going back to the aesthetic of the album, um, I... I to Pimp a Butterfly, aesthetically, musically, is one of the smartest albums that I've heard in a very long time. You know what I mean? Like, we usually, we usually depend on pioneers, right? Nas, Jay-Z, um, all of these pioneers to, to put out quality albums that um, target an audience that is marinated in hip-hop. And all of that other stuff. However, when you have a young cat like like Hendrick, who has been out only a few years, 
for him to archive an an album that's very new, it, it speaks volumes, man. Like Kendrick's albums aren't aren't for suckers. They're for no, real listeners. No. And and Illmatic, you know, twenty years you've been sitting with that with twenty years. Low End Theory, you've been sitting that for twenty years. And this one, Pippa Butterfly, like two years. So yeah. even like I'm talking <laughs> and I say this a lot on the show and I really mean it. I want to like Tupac. I might like him 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It, it, music, good music ages well. And this is why Nas, Illmatic, Low End Theory could be next to Pimp a Butterfly. Now, aesthetically, aesthetically, they sound different. And you can see the evolution and hear the evolution of hip-hop with Kendrick. Meaning, Nas... It was a beast back then, but he did it. He but his his he sticks to a lot of the same cadences. He doesn't yeah. fluctuate very much, and he slowed down a lot. Um, so does Illmatic, Tribe. Of course, Tribe course. has the same cadence all the time. All the time. Um, and, yep. But they're not lyrically savvy as Nas or Kendrick. They're in oh. the middle. They're in the middle. You no yeah. one can tell me that Q-Tip is like one of the top. 10 MCs. He's not. But what he does have, he (laughs) knows how to grab you in a different way. So does Five Dog, right? Um, So Kendrick, you can, I don't know if Kendrick would have been so big. Well, I think he would have been big in the 90s because I think he would have foot the mode. But the evolution of how people rhyme, Ah, you can can see it. That's a good point. Fits differently. That's a um, good you're like, point. You're like 80s MCs sound different. They yep. sound slower. They sound like you know they're very sticking to the the way they they connect words with different. Then Rakim came and started adding different uh, layers Rock to King rhyming King and, and midpoints. Yeah, and then Nas <laughs> came in. So what I'm trying to say is that. Um, you can listen to a Q-tip and his flow is the same. You can look at that from the last album they released. Um, yeah. And it's when you hear Kendrick, he's going at a different cadence. The song sounds different. He goes, boo-boo. And then the next thing you I know, mean, he's, he's ripping I mean, he's extremely it. theatrical. He's theatrical. extremely theatrical. I love that he changes the frequency, the tempo. All yeah. Of, and and all, all the songs sound different. And Nas doesn't have that. Nas no, is no, 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 no. Nas is from, like, New York, Queens, nitty-gritty. Um, but that's but that's what we have to accept. It's oh, yeah, The 80s and 90s um, MCs, they come from a very particular culture of it. Because I think... Um, the byproducts of hip hop have also established um, certain MCs. For example, old school hip hop. Like um, I think that one of the most theatrical MCs in eighties, nineties hip hop is Busta Rhymes. He's able to do so much with his with with his voice, with his uh, flow, and and now you get to Kendrick, who I think is the only. MC um to to really mess to really mess with his words his content in in subject matter his to delivery has to delivery to flow like he takes all of the elements of hip hop and really creates this really beautiful piece of work no other MCs does that and 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 the only way I say that and I and I don't want to diss J Cole cuz I think J Cole does really great work however J Cole sticks to one script Kendrick doesn't. J. Cole. That's what, that's what differentiates and these two, what, because there's always like this this conversation about J. Cole and Kendrick. Yeah, I don't. I, they're not in the same conversation with me. And if you don't like what I'm gonna of say, you don't have to listen to the show, of people. Course you absolutely not. don't. But you know, when we talked about it in the last episode, when the special we had with Julie, we talked, and the episode before that when we put our biggest disappointment. My thing is with J. Cole is that content-wise, he's fine. I think his heart's in the right place. I think he's going to be great long-term. Like, he's great now. Mm-hmm. But my dude is boring after a while. Like, it's like, it's like, 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 just give me different variations <laughs> or just use, I don't know. It's like, but you listen to Kendrick, it's like every song is, it's is different. It's urgent, and you don't always have to be urgent. But you know, exactly. It, it's it like when that's, you that's hear well Pippa said. Butterfly, well and then and then when you hear um, hood politics 
or any of those songs like they all have this I'm talking about the wordplay and the delivery and, and the way he presents it to you. They all have something different. Yeah. Where it, it where J. Cole or a lot of people just stay with that one flow. And Nas have that in Illmatic. The reason why it's still a landmark album is because no one was doing the the velocity and the degree and the complexity and the wordplay at that time the way he did. Yeah. No one. No yep. one. No one. Now, no. has he evolved from that? Probably not. But that is the evolution. You can see it from from Slick Rick to Rakim to Nas. You see the evolution that they're stepping their game up because these people raise the bar. Hip-hop now is that we can't reach that, so we're going to do this dumbed-down crap, um, and we're all going to sound the same. All the time. They all sound the same. You can take the beats out, put a different beat, it all sounds the same. They all loop in together because instead of coming up with the thing that's going to be bigger and better and and, and, and fresher, they just copy each other, right? Mm-hmm. So and that and that's fine if you want to listen to it. I, I get it. There's a place for that. Um but with Kendrick it's it's a lot different in terms of every song is structured differently and thematically is all connect. And I have my own grievances with Kendrick. I, his albums are so dense that sometimes I can't listen to through it all in one sitting and I just skip around and I cut the little intro like if I could cut the little interludes or like um whatever he does at the end of the songs and pimp the butterfly when he wants to narrate like I understand but I don't I just want to hear the song um oh yeah you, there's other you, things that, you yeah, sound my, the little the little like ad libs or theatrical no I like it if I hear it from beginning to end I, I like it but then I just want to get into the song after a while like I got the message I heard the totality of it like, so how do you, and this is a current music problem, how do you do an album like Kendrick does, And but then I don't want to listen to the beginning of the intro and I don't want to listen to the end where you want to go into your dialogue. How do you, how do you present your, you still want to present that because that's a part of what you, the story you're trying to tell, but how do you deliver it as well where I have the opt out? Now, I'm not saying that, if he doesn't want me to opt out, that's him as the artist presenting it to me. But as a listener, I, I'm trying to get to that, skip that interlude, that 30 second right before the song comes in that I can't skip because you decided not to make it its own track. That drives me nuts. And that gets into my number four that uh, Knight wanted to put in. <laughs> and I have, uh, and I think I have a lot of feelings about this artist, but it definitely should be in there and it's the only female representation of that list which I think is a kudos but also stands as one of the great albums of all time that's Lauren Hill Miss Education and you know I'm smiling real wide right now I can't tell because I'm in Brooklyn but I'll take your word for it Uh, so he archived that one and I think that is also a fantastic choice um and I'm glad to to see it there. That's a landmark album. I I said this many times in the other other shows, so check those out. It I'm not gonna get into everything I said because you should listen to the other shows. If you haven't, listen to it. <laughs> um, you can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, and all that good stuff. Um, it's she captured a moment and 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 sentiments a lot of people were feeling. Um, and we could talk about for days if she's great all time or whatever it is because she released one official album. We're not going to get into that. That's for a different show. But I do believe that that standalone project is absolutely a landmark album. If you were going to paint one picture, wouldn't it be this one? Wouldn't it be this one? <laughs> and And I think that's where... It should be archived and it should be honored in that way because it is a monster of an album. Um, it hits on so many levels. It's smart. It's soulful. It's uh, retrospective. It's, inter- it's introspective. It's all type of perspectives. Um, and most importantly, <laughs> it doesn't have Wyclef or Praz on it, so it makes it even better. Uh, yes, I... Um... The minute I found out that the miseducation of Lauren Hill uh, was archived in and and this is the thing it's it's not and and what I look at it's not just 
that has been selected to be archived by Knife Wonder. But it's going to be in an institution that analyzes everything. Like, you are in front of scholars and not not to ever downplay hip-hop scholars who are always looking at music, always looking at composition, but it's going to exist in a place, in an institution that people have never heard of these pieces of work. You know what I mean? Like, they've never probably heard a Tribe album. They've never heard a Kendrick album. They've never heard a Lauren album. Um, and and for, for Lauren Hill to exist in a place that is meant to analyze, to dissect, to unpack is so important, not only for the hip hop culture, but of the messaging that plays within the the black women narrative. Um, and that's what she does. She, her narration is solely that. And then I feel like Ninth Wonder selected beautifully, great, all, all around, because he knows the platform he has been given. Um, and, and that's and that's what makes him even greater. Because I think if it was up to him, he wouldn't have picked the things that he chose. <laughs> like, to be honest, I don't think he would have picked everything. But because he understands his platform in an institution, in an Ivy League, for that matter, he chose pieces of work that need to be analyzed. That every song, every line of a lyric have to be analyzed. And Lauren Hill did such intentional work with her Mess Education album uh, that I'm hoping, I'm hoping uh, real writers and scholars and all of these analyzers are are gonna are gonna write books about these things. They're gonna write volumes about these pieces of work. Um, and for him to pick Lauren Hills, yes, her only piece of work. Okay, I get it. She hasn't produced anything else. Unplugged was unplugged. All right, sure. However, I still stand uh, by by my by my uh, choice with her is that she is so honest and genuine with her work. That one piece already, and and I only say this because I'm a I'm a artist. I'm a painter. Painting one piece of work it drains me so much and yes i'm able to produce a lot more things but coming up with another masterpiece is so hard and and not a lot of people come up with masterpieces they just come up with work you know what i mean and i don't think she ever downsgrade herself and so um ninth wonder big ups man like i appreciate your 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 vision for this yeah. archive yeah i think it's, it's very yeah. it's superb it's, it's great a superb it's, list it's and amazing I can, it's intentional it's it's strategic it's, yeah. you know and i i haven't talked to him um we, hopefully we get him on the show for we could get his thought process on it i'm sure there's articles out there go look him up um but it was a well-intentioned, well-archived first four, and it's it, I because I, I'm sure people could put things in and out. But in terms of like building discussion, talk about timepieces, talk about samples, talk about content, what, content, political content. These these four, you you have stuff for years, stuff for years and years and years, and you can build it. So shout out to you. But you know what? I'm not gonna give no shout out to Lauren. I'm not, because that uh, woman still can. been showing up late. Shout out to all those Philly folks who bought tickets to go see Lauren. Show starts at 9. She shows up at 1 a.m. You don't do that to your fans. Now, you should be archived. You don't. But, but my dude, <laughs> I will never. You don't, but you don't know her life. buy Lauren Hill tickets. I don't care if it's free. I'm not going. I do not want to hear your music live. I don't know. I don't want to hear your nothing of you if you're going to show up at three hours later to do a show that is inconsiderate. And I don't want to hear this stuff that I need to be in my right chi at the end of the day to perform if I can create. I, I understand. I'm an <laughs> artist too. You're an artist. You want to be in the right. I'm in the mood now to perform at my highest maximum potential because <laughs> the universe and the sun align with me. Whatever. I don't care what it is. But you owe some courtesy 
to your damn fans <laughs> and you know don't be mad when they refund their tickets and you get feelings because there's 20 people there because they, they got work the next day miss hill it, i'm not advocating for what he says i, I, I have i'm trying to. to understand you don't have to it gets and do something with that puff hair already. I'm done with Lauren. You are just jealous because Lauren. you have I'm none. I'm not jealous. I don't need Chill. hair. But I'm going to be on time. Imagine my boss being, where were you today? I was waiting for the sun to peak so I could report <laughs> and perform. Like, no, that's that. I made money, privilege, come see me. Stuff. No, no, no. I'm done. Archive, listen to Miss... Hey, Listen, listen to listen the, um, the archive. But do not uh, chose my name sake, Don't give that woman none of your money. I'd rather see Wyclef. He's just a hater. He'll I'm sorry, I'm I actually hating. rather not see Wyclef. I would wait I like for the for three hours. That's I'm the kind of person Lauren. I am. I'm done with Laura. And I've seen her before. She was only late two hours when I saw her. Oh, so you know nice. what? That's uh, that. Hey, man, I can't. Uh, hey, that's what it is. Um, in other news, cheese, can we talk about a little bit, a little bit? Um, that was my rant. I had to get it out the system. Good. I'm thank sorry. you so much. Um, however, uh, speaking of people who need to, who got arrested, um, that's right. <laughs> it took her a second. Um, in the question of podcast world, we like to go and talk a little from time to time, socially and politically, um, we haven't so much lately because me and Callie have really made an effort to think about what we want to say and how we deliver it. As any, anyone who listens to the show, we're very, uh, we're big advocates in the world, um, and we try to chime in and do our part, small and big, wherever we can. Um, so we'll preface this by saying not everyone will agree with what we say. Uh, we're going to respect your opinion, even if it's different from ours. Uh, and, and the world is a diff- different place these days. Or maybe it was, maybe it's always been this way and we're just awakening to it. Um, but I do believe that people who listen to the show are like-minded people. And if you're not one of those people, um, we're not trying to offend you. We're, we're definitely trying to have dialogue with you. And you're welcome to come on the show, crushalotpodcast at gmail.com. Give us your information. We'll reach out to you. Um, and we're more than happy to have you on if you agree or disagree with your with our opinion. We'll try our best to keep as neutral, but it's hard because you know how Cheese does. I got opinion. You definitely know how Callie does. I can't keep it quiet for nothing. And so we're going to do our best to, uh, That's me. you know, put our points in a way that is, you know, the way it is. As, so. as, as honest and true as possible, to be, yeah, to so be honest. We are going to work on a special uh, on a special episode where we're, we're going to start. We started talking about it and working on it, and we'll start thinking about it. We're doing some reading. We're doing a lot of reading because we don't want to come off ignorant or uneducated, um, and we're not. But we, we just want to do more reading and thinking and talking to people who just know more than us. And I encourage everybody who thinks they know to talk to people who know more than them and just have discussion. So one of the things I brought up to you right before we come onto the show – Callie, um, you know, because on Twitter you get news quick. I'm not um, on Twitter, by the way. So I know, I, I am, know. They, I am figuring out the the backlash from it though, because apparently Twitter gets things a lot quicker. sooner before regular people. Yeah, yeah. So we have we got some we got militarized police going into Standing Rock. <laughs> Um, to uh, arrest people, um, people from water protectors, tribe people, um, and it's you know it's February first, about eleven p.m. And um, we have feelings about this. Um, we have feelings about everything, but this is this has up- upset me. I'm, I'm sure that upset you. Um, what are your thoughts with this development in the in the game of life? <laughs> um. Well, I'm going to keep it short because I feel like that's the only way I can. Um, first, I identify with being an indigenous woman uh, coming from the Lenca tribe in Central America, Honduras. Um, and second, I feel like this new administration has been in place for less than two weeks. Um, and it's our, we already see the results of them. 
And I am challenging everybody. I'm just challenging everybody to really, really dig in to your own uh, archive of of knowledge and information. Um, I think it's important for us to be aware and extremely productive in how we have conversations and who we have conversations with. And especially me and Cheese work with youth. So we have been trying to figure it out. Um, I, I haven't figured out how to have these conversations because it's been very, very, very tough. However, in terms of the no DAPL, um, DAPL, uh, I, it's hard for me to get out there. It's hard for us to get out there. But I am praying for everybody who is uh, fighting for the real reasons of land. Uh, climate change is extremely important. Our animals are really important. We have to protect these natural resources that have been highly capitalized on, uh, and we don't. And 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 a lot of people don't even know the functions of climate change. One of them being Trump. Trump actually does not believe in climate change, which is uh, one of the most concerning. Um, he he believes to. In building walls, he believes in firing um, uh, general attorneys. He believes in placing billionaires in his cabinet. He believes in um, reform that isn't logistical, and and it's and it doesn't make any kind of conscious sense. Uh, so I'm gonna challenge everybody because I'm scared. I, and I've expressed this cheese many times since since he got elected. Um, I'm extremely scared for our our children's safety, for um, my safety, for my family's safety. Um, my my mother is still in Central America. You know what I mean? Uh, and I've been I've been communicating with her, and she's been expressing her fear towards it. Um, I think it's time. To not necessarily wake up because I think we're awake. I think we're aware, even though some people aren't. We like we know what's going on. I think it's really time to be practitioners of making moves in policy. I think we should all be policymakers. Um, I'm I'm disappointed, man. I'm disappointed. I'm so disappointed in humanity, and 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 humanity that lies on the line of of elitism and um dictatorship and oligarchy and government that has always been existent here and a lot of and and I went to the protest and uh for women's march in DC and and one of the chants was uh this is how democracy looks like and at the back of my mind I was like when how Houseway, yo, we've Houseway. never we've never practiced democracy in this country. I, I hope we recognize that. I hope we really realize that we have never ever practiced democracy in this country um, because the de- definition of democracy is accepting public opinion, and we have not. It's always been a certain group of people who have ruled. And who have decided legislation. Uh, public opinion is actually the last on our priority list when it comes to government. Um, so I, I am, I am highly disappointed in in what uh, we've come to. Uh, I, I don't know what your thoughts are, Cheese, but um, I, I'm, I'm still in awe, man. I can't, I can't figure it out. But all I know is that I did not vote for that man. I did not vote for that woman. Um, that That is my practice as a true human because I never have believed in this democracy. And for me to vote on a democracy that never existed is only be me me being a hypocrite on, my, uh, on, on what my thoughts are. So, I, you know, I bring it back to you, Jeez. What are your thoughts? Yeah, first, you know, if you're offended by anything that Callie says, that's her her opinion. We're going to, me and Callie disagree on a lot of these issues. Um, but one of the beauties about our relationship is that we don't have to agree. Um, but we, we have to come up with a resolve. 
And that's where we are in this world. You don't have to agree with anything anyone is saying, but you do need to be a teammate to them and how we get to that goal. And I understand why Trump got elected, and we should definitely dissect that um, in the future. I, if you're disenfranchised with, with how the world had was where, where it was going before Trump became president, if you've been disenfranchised, if you feel like you have not been spoken for, I can understand why you put your faith in this individual, in his cabinet. I, I, I get it. I really do. But if you are also going to ignore what he has been doing and the hypocrisy that the Republicans have been showing, then you really, really are not a part of this human race. And Democrats, too, though. Oh, Democrats, too, because for all the crap you gave Miss Grizzly Bear about uh, education and all the things she's not qualified I saw her interview online we all did and you still voted her in so shame on you Democrats shame on you for crucifying her where we all saw it and you still voted her in I just hope my next interview could be that bad and me still get hired <laughs> I really hope because you, you are, yo, no, work. I'm just saying, real, like really. There is some unqualified. I don't people understand in here. it. And then, you're gonna have to like, ah, oh, man. What makes them unqualified ah, is that these so people <laughs> are not humans. She just, she's never not stepped human. in 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 a public institution. She's never had a loan. She's never understood. Uh, and I don't want to go on a rant. You, you know, you said you're the democracy, the ideal of democracy. I, I, they have no idea what it is. Let me read you something that our vice president said. Vice Pence, Mike. Mike Pence is that our new vice president? Pence. Is that that's his Pence. name? Mike Pence. Pence. That, uh, president that Pence, whatever his freaking name is. Um. Of course, it's Black History Month, February 1st. As Black History Month begins, we remember when President Lincoln submitted the 13th Amendment, ending slavery to the states. My dude has no idea what the 13th Amendment is. You, This is my problem with them and anyone who sides with them, is that you don't know nothing. You, you know nothing because you, you don't read a book. You know nothing, Johnson. You know nothing. And you know nothing. You don't read books. You don't talk to people. You believe that your skin makes you superior to people. Um, that's backwards thinking, and it shows. And it's it's insulting. And I would love to be mad. I'm not mad. I'm more sad because I'm too smart to be mad. I'm more. I, I read books. I read a lot of books. No, nah, I'm gonna challenge you, man. I think I think I, we are incredibly equipped to be genuinely angry, not angry oh, no. in terms Don't of re reactionary, but genuinely I'm, angry. I'm surprised that there's people out there who don't see the correlation between what's going on now and what's going on and what happened in history in Germany and. And even before that, it, it, I just don't see it. Saying that, though, we have to get to a point where we are open for dialogue and where we can't say to each other, you're wrong, you're this, you're that. We need to come to the table and, and, and find where we're trying to go together. And we're not there yet because we're at the point where we're just so pissed off. And and I don't think we're going to do it with this cabinet. We're, Definitely what did Pence do say? That's what he said. That's what, That's he, what said? he said? Jesus. Uh, he said... He said, as Black History Month begins, we remember when President Lincoln submitted the 13th Amendment in ending slavery to the states. My dude doesn't even know what the 13th Amendment really means. He doesn't know. He doesn't know how that's insulting. Yes, it I ended can't. slavery, but it didn't. Jeez, it, it, I'm done. It, I can't, it's, man. It's, it's, I, don't, it I don't know. But it criminalized our black and brown folks. 
And that's the point is, is what I'm making is that they think they're doing great things. I genuinely believe in their delusion that they think they're doing best with the world, with the world. But they just thinking about that one percent. They're not thinking about the ninety nine percent. And I know that any president, any cabinet will never a hundred percent satisfy everybody. It's impossible. We all have different views. But there's no way that you're going to be at the lowest approval already and think that you're doing what's best. I I just don't see it, and and I I just feel like they're they're lacking um, intelligence, compassion, due diligence, and it's very very um, reactionary. There's no way that a judge ignores your ban and then you fire them because they because they they find what you did unconstitutional. It's 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 unacceptable. I don't even do that to the people who work for me. <laughs> But, but you know, like you? it's 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 a different class, man. Like it's I don't. Class. So it goes back to I what we always say. I think everybody's confused, though. I think everyone's confused. I'm, that's why I refuse is... to really talk too much about it. But because no, but there, I, I mean, know. there there is. I think there is a lot of noise going on in in the public. Well, there we see a lot of protests. We see a lot of marches, which I think are important. However, I am I'm challenging all of us to be more um uh pro change in terms of that because marches uh as great as they are, I think the importance of them in terms of legislation uh stayed in the 50s and the 60s. Um yeah. mar marches need more depth and more gravity towards them. Um, and, and I don't dog them. I, I just went to one of them two weeks ago, the biggest one. Uh, and I still felt like there was substance and context missing. So I'm not dogging them, but I do think that we need to really strategize. We need really, to strategize, get with our community, yeah, rethink really how we do things. And, and we also need to think four years from now. Yeah. Because, you know... You can impeach Trump, you're going to get Pence. You impeach Pence, you're going to get Paul Ryan. It, it doesn't no, matter. No, he's already all... built his ladder. <laughs> exactly. So we're talking about four so years from now. So um, this is what the Crush Lab podcast team always says. And I, and I believe this as an individual, as, as, as cheese. Um, if you disagree with our politics, my politics, um, and, it, and I disagree with yours... I, I don't believe you're innately evil. I I do believe that we could find common ground and we could move forward together. But we need to we may need to curse each other out first and then we may need to make up later. That's definitely a possibility. Dude. So do you believe in productive violence now? No, I would never no oh, man. I, I'm a confused Christian. I won't do that. <laughs> um, saying that Donald is definitely not a Christian, but saying that. Um, oh, no, you, he's it, a full-on Christian. Oh, All yeah. Right? The Pope said differently. I'm not even getting into it. But um, we do believe that we could find common ground. But we it, yes. it'll take effort. It'll take hurting each other. It'll take forgiving each other. And it means finding common ground. Saying that, when you're seeing people in the streets, say hello. Give up your seat to the elderly, to the pregnant women. Um, sit down and, t and talk to someone while you're in the subway. You don't have to be cold-hearted. If you see me, I, I have an Emmett Till book in my hand, uh, and after that I'll have a, the Trevor Noah book in my hand, and come sit down and talk to me. I'm more than happy to talk to anyone who, who wants to have a dialogue about anything. Enjoy the rays of the sun. Enjoy the beauty of the rainbows. Um, it, Enjoy those are the a leaf falling from a tree, man. Anal analyze those things. Uh, slow down your life. Be a you human. Be a be human. Be a human. And if you disagree with what's going on in the world, express yourself. Uh, make sure that you're expressing yourself in a way where people can hear you. Um, that's so important. If someone's coming at you with rage, they don't see and hear your words. They hear the rage. And it's important to make sure our message is delivered in, in a way that's concise, understandable, and deliverable. Um, that is my hope for everyone. If you want to be on the show, crush a lot podcast at gmail.com. It could be a bit of hip-hop. It could be about politics. It could be about whatever you want. You just want to be on a show, you're welcome to come. Follow us on Twitter. That's Crush A Lot Podcast. Um, you can follow me at the Crush A Lot 
uh, Twitter as well. I have my own. That's Garcia Thirteen Daniel. You can find me there. Um, follow us on iTunes. You can follow Google me Play. on Jackie War uh, at in yeah. Instagram. So that's Jack is on Instagram. If you want to buy some of her art or do commission piece, go there. Um, next episode, episode 13, we're going to have a special guest, uh, Farah Bashara from um, 88.8 Kuwait Radio, The Vibe. Uh, we're going to talk hip-hop in Kuwait, and we're very excited about that. And we uh, also interviewed Justin Munoz, the filmmaker of New York City. We went to his event, and it was amazing. It was amazing. And this is... this podcast took a lot longer than usual so I'll probably <laughs> release does. that as I always does so I'm going to release it as a 12.5 um, right afterwards so we'll have a special mini episode with fantastic Justin Munez uh, that is also going to be helping us behind the scenes hopefully if we get yep. everything in order um, to push the brand a little more but check us out iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud all that good stuff do us a big favor though retweet, share, like Comment. You don't have to be nice about the comments. We could take it. There's a few yous out there that don't like us, but you still hear us every way. What's that about? Hey. You confused, homie. <laughs> you confused. Uh, that Q&A, we're going to put that up real soon. We'll probably tie it up with the Justin one. But thank you for everyone who's listening. Thank you for being on the journey with us. We'll meet you where you are. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you um, in a few. Peace. Peace.